Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. Thank you all very much for joining us. My name is Miles Dawson. I am your host today. And yes, we are all still working from home. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic does remain with us. And so we're going to be exploring another market that has been impacted by the coronavirus. Although this time we're going to be looking from a slightly different perspective. Uh, yes, this time we're going to be talking about the market that has been positively affected by the outbreak. And uh, which market is this? That's right, it's the enterprise communications and collaboration market. This covers everything from video conferencing, collaboration tools, desktop sharing, instant messaging, basically the kinds of tools that facilitate keeping your business going while your employees are working from home. So today I have two guests with me to discuss this market. I'll let them introduce themselves. First we have Oru and then Melissa. So Oru, do you want to go first? Yes, hi, um, I'm Oru. And I cover unified communications and collaboration as part of the enterprise communications and collaboration program in Europe. Yes, hi, this is Melissa Freemeyer. I'm located in the Netherlands and I'm part of the uh, enterprise communications and collaboration uh, team as well, covering UCC managed services, CPAS and conferencing. Excellent. Well, very happy to have the two of you here. Um, I want to start off by asking kind of the big question then. So what is the impact of the coronavirus outbreak on this industry, do you think? Right. I mean, if you're looking at the impact, we have to see it in two parts. One is immediate and the other one is long run. So as an immediate impact, there has been a surge in demand for UCC solutions such as web and video conferencing, as well as team collaborative applications. Now, why is that the case? It is because of social distancing, people are having to work from homes. And when they're working from home, they're having to connect in the virtual space such as MS Teams, Cisco, WebEx, Slack. And also, you know, you've been hearing a lot of the academic lessons have been moving to the virtual space. Um, some of the medical consultations are also taking in the virtual space. So for all these different reasons, immediate impact is a surge in demand for these tools. Uh, yes, and, and I also like to add here that this totally syncs in with the results of IDC's survey impact of COVID-19 on the European ICT market and ecosystem. And that's a survey that we conducted as of mid-March and it's updated every two weeks. It's representing 180 companies throughout Europe. And although these first results indicated that overall 38% of companies expect the outbreak will cause an overall decrease in their IT spending, when it comes to collaboration technologies, 68% indicated spending on collaboration technology to be in fact positively impacted. So in other words, ranking highest on the priority ladder, uh, followed by spending on devices and on security. So uh, these three, uh, collaboration and devices and security, uh, are of course all closely related to establishing the remote collaboration for employees and in a secure way. Definitely, definitely. So I mean, what we're talking about there is an enormous spike in demand. It's really impressive. So, I mean, how are um, the vendors that we're speaking to, how, how are they dealing with this surge in demand? Right, absolutely. I mean, you see, the interesting thing is there are commercial opportunities, right? But that's not what they're looking at. The instant approach is to help enterprises overcome this situation, this crisis. And of course, this will create a goodwill in the long run that will help generate more opportunities. But more immediately, what they're doing is allowing enterprises to scale up at no additional cost, offering more licenses, video capacity and cloud sales. 
in addition to that, they're also committing to other um, you know, charitable programs. For example, Cisco reported to commit 218 million in product to support healthcare, education, and governments cope with the coronavirus impact. Part of it will also go to WHO to help them manage their responses better. It is also offering free WebEx and security in selective cases to expedite the response to the critical health challenge. Especially when you have to uh, compete with the likes of Netflix and Amazon Prime at the same time, right? And <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so um, presumably then um, these vendors, they, they didn't expect this surge. They must have not done no kind of business contingency planning around this. It's, it's all been very kind of cobbled together in the last couple of months. So um, it must be very challenging if they've never seen this kind of surge before at this kind of scale, right? Yes, true. Uh, very challenging times indeed for the UCC players as suddenly their capabilities have been coming under an intense litmus test, which really showcases if they are able to scale up as quickly as they ought to without any glitches. So um, I'd say the first challenge here is time. I mean, the onboarding of new users in, in complex UCC environments on its own can already be very challenging, taking into account the necessary configurations, integrations with existing infrastructure and applications. Um, so, so normally these implementations, they take months and now they've had to, to really implement far larger scale deployments in just days. So, um, so time is, is one of the biggest challenges, I would say. Um, and other challenges are performance and of course security. So performance in the sense that these large scale deployments set up in this very short time frame, they must be able to withhold this, this sudden increase in pressure on the infrastructure so that it doesn't lead to the very poor to very poor quality or even even outages. And uh, and so from a security angle, we've seen how the explosion of, of usage wizards, which has revealed some solutions vulnerability uh, when it comes to, let's say, encryption technologies and, and security controls. Um, a, a very visible result has been the virtual party crashers, whereby uninvited guests suddenly appear in the video sessions. But of course, there has also been other uh, less visible security concerns. Absolutely. So, so uh, what measures are these vendors taking then to avoid these possible latency issues and breakdowns? Yeah, well, well, first and foremost, uh, UCC players, so the vendors and CSPs, have drastically inc increased their resources and, and relevant uh, experts to address the problems immediately. Uh, and of course, also leverage advanced data analytics that is and will continue to be key to monitor performance in near real time and take those necessary measures uh, to when and where needed. But in, in some cases also, uh, UCC vendors uh, had to shut down use of certain features that uh, put an extra strain on infrastructure and are less important to maintain quality of service. So in, um, in some instances, for instance, lowering the, the video quality, like the resolution, to avoid latency and jitter, uh, which can be more damaging to a video session than a lower uh, resolution. And very important has been and is the communication to the users so that they know why certain measures have been taken and in the case of security failures really educating users on how to you know conduct a video in a in a safe way so um 
based on this new um, investment these companies are making then, so what, what do you think the expected impact on future um, enterprise communication collaboration investments will be? So post-COVID world will be a new world with new norms in which the need for UCC solutions would be more prominent. The two factors that would be expected to drive demand for UCC solutions are more instances of people working from home, given that it could become more of an established way of working. And there are also environmental benefits to working more from home and remotely. For example, you save on travel costs, uh, you save time, and that in, in turn can generate productivity. Yes, and, and apart from all these benefits derived from a rightly deployed UCC platform, there are now proof points, and, and we, we don't really want to be thinking of this, but there are considerable uh, proof points that online collaboration, uh, that UCC, provides the business continuity organizations will need in case of similar pandemics in the future. And, and this doesn't only apply to collaboration for employees working from home, but it also applies to the more vertical use cases, like mentioned earlier, like the homeschooling and education and remote patient caring in, in healthcare. And although these might have not been in the, in the news the most um, recently, as of recently, there are many other sectors where UCC uh, solutions have become essential for the continuity of, of the business processes. And, and so in terms of future spending within UCC solutions, the features that could become more prominent are the integration of mobile services with UCC, uh, advanced data analytics and portals using AI, but also other AI entrenched features like a translation and transcription. So uh, a lot more sophisticated features uh, to the more basic use of collaboration uh, we are looking at at this very moment. And and as uh, for uh, for video, video has really proven its benefits. Um, and so we expect a relative high spending in video endpoints and related devices for a more sophisticated use of video in addition to the current video on, on desktop for, for most users. So based on these new proof points that um, the industries have discovered, so um, how do you think the use of more enterprise communication collaboration solutions will influence work culture in the future? Uh, after having adopted UCNC solutions as a must have and must do to the mandatory working from home situation, IDC expects workers' appetite for remote working to, to continue. Of course, there where the job description allows this, uh, be it from home or any other place that's really connected to a network or the internet being fixed or mobile. And in other words, the, the physical workplace is becoming a virtual workspace. It really enables workers to work flexible work hours, avoid rush hours, enable uh, in that sense a better work-life balance. And this also ties in with the hot desking policy of many organizations where there's often a shortage of workstations, right? So, uh, and, and then this physical workplace will actually become more of a place to meet with colleagues where face-to-face -face meetings are really needed, but also to socialize and so not to be a place uh, to only work. And also there is the organizational aspect to it. So there is one thing where you are working from, you know, different destinations or stations, but with that essentially is linked the broader work culture because the traditional way of, you know, managing people will also have to change along with that. So 
what would that mean? That means, you know, how you manage people will be different. How you view people in the organization will have to be different. I mean, this is actually quite radical and far-fetched, but we are slowly hearing discussions about organizing or organizers thinking about changing how they manage their people differently, where there will be, you know, more decentralization, uh, the reporting lines will be more relaxed. People will be focused more on their expertise and the collaboration will take place between one expert to the other expert, um, depending on the on what the project is. And it will be less about having to report to a specific manager as we see in the current organizational culture. So, yes, I mean, going forward, it is going to be different or it is going to influence the work culture in the way people report to their managers and in the way they um, interact and come together or collaborate to get projects done. Thank you very much. And of course, we are IDC at the end of the day, so we do love the data and we do love forecasting. So could you give us a bit of a view on uh, the growth rate and uh, how the forecasting is going to be um, impacted by the pandemic? So that is a great question, Miles. So the, the latest UCAS forecast for voice and applications shows a CAGR of around 3.5% for 2018 to 2023. This is a combination of UC deployments on press and from the cloud, whereby UCAS voice is forecasted to grow around 25% CAGR and UC applications at around a 15% CAGR. So to determine how this growth is impacted, there are several things to take into consideration. So for instance, the, the projected time needed to have the COVID-19 outbreak under control. And this leads to different scenarios and impact on GDP per country, which is reflected also in IDC's projected decline in ICT spending, uh, which is updated on a monthly basis, by the way. Uh, but as mentioned before, the surge for collaboration technology has shown a spike like never before. And so uh, vendors and CSPs have mentioned growth in users and revenues ranging from around 500% to even 1000% since the COVID outbreak, a focused a video focused UCC vendor actually revealed that its first quarter of revenues this year will be equal to revenues for 2019 altogether. So this is really massive. And and so combining all of this and we're actually updating the forecast right now, um, we expect to revise the growth rate upward, especially for 2020, although we expect a slowdown in the subsequent years as a number of businesses may not renew licenses for all workers when all gets kind of back to normal. And for some verticals like education, primary and high schools, for instance, they will have gone back to lessons in school and not renew licenses, right? So, but apart from all of this, it's evident that the surge in, in growth, like in 2020, will simply not be equaled in the in the subsequent years. Mm, absolutely. But um, Oru, don't you think then the, the concern, though, is that despite the insane growth curve and, and some of these companies doing so well, uh, there is, of course, the potential risk of a, of a global recession, is there not? Yes, absolutely. So we also have to take that into consideration where there's some very positive factors driving the uh, future prospects for collaboration tools. Uh, the recession will have a reverse impact on that. Um, so 
it will be balancing it off. Um, so, you know, and in terms of recession, what we are expecting is there will be layoff, or at least if there are no layoffs, uh, you know, the intake of new employees will be less. So that means that they will not be purchasing any extra new licenses. So what we are thinking of in terms of the future or the forecast growth curve, although we have, we're still working on the specific numbers now, but in terms of, uh, and, 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 you know, so we are not able to share the specific numbers as of yet, but we can um, sort of visualize what the growth curve will look like. So it would be somewhat of an upside down V curve where you see a spike and then a slowdown. And then as Melissa mentioned earlier, the slowdown will be slowing down in comparison to the 2020 growth, but it's it will still be above the 2019 growth rate. So finally, uh, let's just ask how these um, enterprise communication collaboration players can keep themselves in a strong position uh, to play a role in the post-pandemic world. How can they ensure that for the future? So first of all, it is important to develop goodwill by first stepping up to help enterprises cope with the crisis and not be perceived to leverage the situation for commercial gain. Secondly, UCC players must focus on user experience by ensuring that onboarding is done as soon as possible, there is no breakdown of service, and the quality of communication is good. It is important to ensure that UCC players are only offering capacity that they're in infrastructure can cope with. So as you can see, these are some of the points that we have covered earlier during our discussion, and it is important to focus on these very closely so that they retain their credibility and the goodwill to be able to generate future prospects from what they're doing now. And then from a services angle, so in addition to the quality of the UCC platform and ease of use, uh, an optimal working UCC platform is well integrated in terms of communication applications, so fixed and mobile, as well as increasingly integrated with business applications to optimize workflows. So to deploy and manage UCC in an optimal way, you need the, the right amount of support, maintenance, managed services, including those professional services to assess which UCC uh, solutions and deployments are best suitable for these end users to realize those projected business outcomes because you know that's what it's all about right so they learn how to to innovate with ucc and to differentiate and so this is where ucc players like csps can really show their added value also in adding to uc their network and security services and in that sense becoming an aggregator or even better an integrator of services right and to summarize all of that um Dealing with the current crisis is a good test that highlights the capabilities of UCC providers and being able to illustrate how well they were able to cope with the situation without compromising user experience will make for a compelling use case, which can then be effectively communicated to the partner community. 
Okay, well, thank you all uh, very much. And I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you to Oru and to Melissa for helping us out today. And uh, hopefully um, our listeners, you've, you found this interesting and maybe you have some views or opinions that you'd like to share. Please get in touch. Uh, find us on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on SoundCloud. Um, and head over to our coronavirus um, research microsite to see what else we've got going on. Uh, you'll find the link in the description of the podcast below. And of course, uh, do subscribe to our podcast. These are uncertain times and we will be releasing new content frequently to help our listeners get a view on how things are playing out. So thank you all very much. I wish you all good health and uh, I'll see you all next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.